Hello and welcome to this Multipure podcast. My name is Kenton Jones, Vice President of Marketing here at Multipure. And today we are talking to Multipure's sponsored athlete, Trinity Allen, who's a member of the senior USA Karate team. Hi, Trinity. Hi. So welcome back. This is, uh, we're just kind of catching up with you. We, uh, we had a podcast, oh, I don't know, three or four months ago, mm-hmm. kind of before a busy year, or kind of in the middle of a, a busy year. Uh, getting going for you. So we're recording this podcast at the beginning of August in 2021. So why don't we just start with what have you been up to the past few months? I know you you spent uh, quite a bit of time out of town. Yeah, so a lot has happened since the last time I talked to you. I spent a month in Kazakhstan for training to prepare for the Paris qualification tournament to qualify for Olympics. Unfortunately, I didn't qualify, but it was a good experience. And after that, I just came home. I was kind of homesick for a while. I bet. And I've been training since for, I have nationals coming up and some tournaments coming up in the fall. Okay. So going back to Kazakhstan, Mm -hmm. were you training with any of the future Olympians? Yeah. Was anybody there that that actually uh, did get to get in? Yeah, there were two, two athletes from Kazakhstan that placed third. And then there were a few others that competed in the Olympics, but they, they didn't place. And, and this is men and women? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, but actually uh, one of my close friends, she, she ended up getting third. So it was cool to see that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So let's, we're going to bounce around here a little bit today. Okay. Sorry. So at the time of this recording, you were just getting back from a, let's call it a regional tournament mm-hmm. that you're in Southern California and you did okay there. Yeah, I mean, I, I won. Um, <laughs> I, those tournaments are pretty small, so I don't, you know, I just use them for practice and just to kind of, you know, every, every fight's an experience, right? But, um, but it, was, it was good, and just seeing the kids and everything, it was, it was good for them. It was their first tournament back, and yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it's, it's preparation. And you walked away with some hardware. Yeah, gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. But you were not only fighting in this tournament, you were not only competing, but you're also coaching. Yeah. I, I mean, as you know, like my dad, he's the main coach of our, of our kids. And then we have our, our other kata coach. So they had everything pretty, pretty set. They have their system going. They, they have, you know, all the kids kind of set. I know how the kids fight, but I don't watch them as much as they do. So I don't feel as comfortable coaching them as I would if my, if my dad were to coach them. But I, I try to help. I try to be there for them. And I think um, just supporting them, especially on a first tournament back, is more important than telling them what to do or anything. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to embarrass you here okay. a little bit. So, I mean, it's not just coaching. I mean, your moral support, you're also you're also kind of a celebrity to some of these kids. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've, um, I've taught a seminar to, to some of the kids that were there. I know, like, there was a group from, from Northern California that was there that I, I worked with before. And at these smaller California tournaments, I, I don't remember ever losing at any of them. So I think <laughs> a lot of the... A lot of the people that tend to go to these tournaments, they they know me better They're now. Used to seeing you yeah. They're used to seeing you on the top of the podium yeah. or whatever, right? And you also have a little bit of a fan club, I understand. 
I, I guess. I don't know if you want to call it that. We have evidence of it. We're going to be posting it on Instagram. Yeah. Trinity and her, uh, her fan club. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so bouncing back then. So, so you trained in Kazakhstan uh, with eyes on the Olympic qualifiers in Paris. How was that experience? How was, how was Paris? I mean, I mean, we're talking about two totally different things, a yeah. small regional tournament in Southern California to like a global stage mm -hmm. where you're competing to represent the United States. That's that's a big difference. Isn't yeah, it? it was um it was pretty crazy because first of all, just going there, I was with the senior team and that was my first trip being with the senior athletes on the team who I had been looking up to since I was a really little kid. So it was kind no of no longer weird. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was really weird to think, you know, the people that I'm I guess that are my team teammates now are you know, I had been watching them for forever, and some of them had been really young when my dad was on the team. So, it's, oh, wow. you know, me for them is them for my dad, you know? Right. So it's pretty interesting, and it was kind of, um, it was cool to get to know them on a different level than before. And then um, as far as the competition goes, it was, I, I was nervous, but it was, it was just exciting because really I didn't have many, you know, high expectations you know, coming in, I didn't have as much pressure as I think a lot of the other athletes who had been competing for the past four years expecting to, to go to Olympics. So that's because you're a relative newcomer to, yeah. that, to that level of competition. Yeah, young and, you know, I haven't accomplished as much as a lot of the other people in my division or a lot of the people that were there. So I feel like I had, you know, just nothing to lose. And I wow. think that was a good... A good feeling and um, I fought Canada my first round and I, I beat her and then I lost to Brazil my second round but um, the the girl's good she's she's won a lot and she was ranked high so you know I'm sad that I lost but I think you know it was a good fight and that was Valeria Valeria yeah okay Kumisaki, yeah. so just you know because this is important to me yeah. probably not important okay. to you but so Valeria, she she defeated you, and then she went on. And what happened to her in that qualifying tournament? Yeah, she ended up. Um, I think I actually think she got injured the next round. Oh, she did. I think she was winning. I'm pretty sure she really? was winning. And then I think she got injured. I'm not 100% sure, but I think she got injured. Um, and then she lost. The girl she lost to ended up winning the Olympics in my division. Right. Which I had trained with both of those girls before back in Kazakhstan two years ago. Well, what, the, what are their ages here? Are, are they older than you? Valeria is 30-something. Um, so she's, she's been doing this for a she's long been, time. Yeah, she's a lot more uh, experienced. She's one of the older competitors, I'd say. And then Yvette, the one who won Olympics, she's 22, I believe. She's so pretty she's young. young. 21, maybe 21. So she's young, yeah. And, yeah, she's... And she's the, athlete she can, the athlete that she fought in the gold medal round of the Olympics, mm -hmm. but was also a more experienced fighter too, wasn't she? She fought um, Terluga. Yeah, she fought Terluga in the finals. She's very experienced. She's, I think, I would say she was the expected uh, gold medalist. Okay. She was so it was a little bit of, a, of an upset? A little bit. I mean, she was the girl that got second. She was ranked number one in, in the WKF. World Karate Federation, but the girl that won, they had fought before, and I think she's beat her. She's oh. beat her before, so she was, it was kind of an upset, but also I think the the girl's coming up, the girl who won. So since we're so close 
time-wise here, uh, when we're recording this after the Olympics, I, I, I would really like to talk about the Olympics with you. I saw you, I don't know, a week ago or something, or a few days ago, and, and you said something really interesting to me about the Olympics, about the style, or not the style, but kind of the pace mm -hmm. of the matches. Can you talk about that a little bit, about this being karate's first time on the Olympic stage, mm -hmm. which to many people is kind of their, the only time they've ever seen competitive yeah. karate. I think I, I was really surprised, I guess, by how well it went because a lot of times in, I'd say, the final matches of big tournaments, they tend to be kind of slower and kind of boring, I'd say. Kind of more defensive? Yeah, more, a little more cautious, you know, because a lot of these fighters, they fought each other before, they know each other really well, and so they're very cautious. But at the Olympics, these athletes were, were going all out and they, they wanted, you could see that they, they all wanted to win. So I think the matches were, were really good. And I mean, even for me, I was, I was watching all night, all the, all the matches. <laughs> That's right. It was in Tokyo. <laughs> so time was yeah. completely opposite from here. So you had yeah. to get up in the middle of the night to watch these. Yeah, I was, I was um, really excited to watch it and it was, it was worth the watch. And so I think karate had a really good showing. Unfortunately, I don't, I'm sure you've seen, like, it's been kind of showing around on social media and the news and everything. Did you see the final, the final the match for final? the men's, the heavyweight division? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think that was a good finish for, for the, the And Olympics. we're talking about the knockout kick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I think uh, it's it's not the best final, final end to karate. So we'll see what happens after this if karate gets back into the Olympics because I think everything else other than that it was really nice, and I think people enjoyed it. But I think that last that last match was a, a bad a bad reputation for karate. Well, okay, I, I'm going to push back on that mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. So I so I watched the I watched that final match, mm -hmm. and it was between a guy from Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. and, and Iran. It? And Iran. Mm -hmm. And so the guy from Saudi Arabia was younger, mm -hmm. and he was actually winning, mm -hmm. just on on regular points right mm -hmm. a, a relatively clean fight mm -hmm. and then and then out of nowhere he had this high kick to the other guy's head and knocked him out yeah which is really unusual yeah in karate so first of all to preface the guy from iran he's he's the number one ranked fighter he's again one of the ones i'd say was expected to win the guy from saudi arabia he was not one of the highest ranked he kind of made it in he made it through the paris qualification tournament and he was kind of a a shocking he sh he like everybody was surprised he, he to was see surprised him. Uh, everyone was surprised to see he made it to semi semifinals so it was pretty cool on how he made his way up pretty fast in the match he was winning and i mean when i was watching his other matches he he knocked like two other guys down with his front front leg roundhouse kick like it's a scary kick. Yeah. I was surprised because I, I thought it was just that, that one in the finals, but when I was watching the fights back, like there were a few guys that, that he like knocked down pretty hard with that kick. So it's a it's a strong kick for sure. But um Isn't there I mean, properly executed, mm -hmm. isn't that high kick to the head aren't there more points? Yeah, it's three points. So you can get one point through punches, two kicks, four kicks or two points, four kicks to the body. And then three points for head kicks or takedowns. So it's almost kind of encouraged it's because encouraged. there's more points. Yeah. But just not as hard as he was kicking. I think I think most of the time that kick would score. I mean, any other time, the guy. I, I guess he you know he he got knocked 
knocked out and everything. A lot of karate people argue that the referees should have called him a bobi, which is um, a penalty for the other side, which, so let's say we were in another world, right? And this were to happen. If that same situation happened, then maybe it was possible that the referees could have given three penalties Four penalties are disqualification. So three penalties to the guy who got knocked out, the Iran guy, for going into the kick. Oh, mm-hmm. for kind of exposing for, himself. Yeah, to... for for leading himself into into getting wow. hurt that way. And so that is a penalty in karate where if someone hurts you really bad, but you kind of ran in yourself into it and it was your fault, then you would get penalized for it. Interesting. So a lot of people are saying it should have been especially for that. especially for such an experienced fighter. Especially for an experienced fighter, and especially for the Olympics, where they were, they weren't calling so many so many penalties, so many contact penalties. And I think as a as a combat sport, it it does kind of look bad in the Olympics, where they don't call that. It's it's controversial even in the karate world too. You know, some people think. In another tournament, this would happen. They would call disqualification on knockout. I mean, we're not supposed to knock out right. our opponents, but on such a clean kick, it wasn't malicious. That we like that's that's why we don't allow knockouts is because they don't want malicious techniques sure. where they're swinging and trying to to knock each other out. But with a with a clean technique like that, it's it's really difficult to see you know which side. But personally, I think they should have called a mobile for that. So, okay, so the reason I wanted to push back on this, Mm because you said it was, it didn't look good for the sport. I, Mm -hmm. on the other hand, not knowing very much Mm -hmm. about karate, I thought the guy who got disqualified, I thought he accepted it pretty gracefully. Mm -hmm. He didn't protest. He didn't, he, he, and he, he accepted his fate without throwing a tantrum or anything. I mean, on that stage, losing a gold medal on a penalty, Mm -hmm. you could easily see in some sports, well, you know, some American sports, yeah. at least, where, where people would, would lose their mind yeah. over that. And this guy, he seemed pretty humble mm-hmm. in accepting it. So I thought that that was a good look for karate, yeah. that, I, I don't know what you call it, you know, um, respect of the rules or respect uh, of his opponent mm-hmm. um, or of the governing body. I don't know. But I, it, it was exciting to watch, yeah. and it was and it was it was gratifying to see him accept the penalty and and the defeat. No, I agree. I think I think both athletes handled the situation really well. I'd say a majority of karate athletes do show good respect in the ring. I'm not gonna say all of them do. Of course, you know, yeah. <laughs> there are times where they don't they don't shake hands and it's a big deal, or they don't. Really? Yeah, they don't bow to each other. Then they just kind of walk away after the match. So I mean. At the end of the day, regardless of the sport, people are people, and they're gonna, you know, have their little tantrums and stuff. It's it's definitely encouraged, and it's really looked down upon when people do act that way. Which I think it's kind of normal in other sports when people act, you know, not as sports sportsmanlike. Sure. I think both athletes handled it really well. You could tell the the guy who won by you know getting knocked out. He didn't want to win that way. You yeah. could tell, you know, he's been dreaming about winning the Olympics for for so long and I think he wanted to win you know fair and square and he's been getting a lot of backlash I think from from media because it looks bad when you get knocked out and you win the gold medal you know and then also Saudi Arabia I think he he really handled it well too you know it's part of the sport and he accepted it and I think he's happy to have gotten that far too all right so have you ever been in a position where you've been so I don't know emotionally invested in in a match 
and something didn't go your way and, and you had to kind of remind yourself, yeah, you know, bow to your opponent and, and accept defeat and, and shake hands or anything? Or is it always just, are you just kind of on cruise control and, and you always do that no matter what? I wouldn't say I've ever been extremely like angry at, at you know referees for calling a calling or not calling a point or at my opponent. I've never I don't get so angry. It's not really <laughs> my my personality. You so don't I say. Don't, <laughs> I don't think I I ever like felt like I had to throw a tantrum or anything. I felt sad, but I've never felt you know angry. I've never. You've never wanted to storm off no, the mat. And, no, yeah. not at all. I've had I've had people do it to me. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never done it myself. <laughs> Did a little bit of you think on one of those times, yeah, you had it coming. It's just silly. I th- I just think it's silly, you know, when people do that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's just karate. It's just a sport, you know. It it's just it's not a good look when you just walk away or let it get over you, you know. I understand it's important and people want to win, but you know, it's it's a sport. <laughs> Good philosophy. Good <laughs> philosophy. Uh, did you watch anything else in the Olympics? Anything else interest you? Um, other sports? Yeah. I no. I was getting my nails done and I, it was on TV, <laughs> and they were like doing like the the rock climbing, and I didn't know it worked that way. Is like, this one where they're almost running up the wall? Yeah. Yeah. I was I was so surprised. I, I was like I didn't even know this was a a thing. So I guess that was cool. <laughs> It's like, they should just call it wall running. Yeah, it was crazy. They look like Spider-Man running up there, yeah. Or there was, I don't even know if it was like, I don't know what it was, but they were doing rock climbing, but like the way it was shaped was different and they weren't getting up so high. Yeah, yeah, it was like scrambling. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. That was, I didn't know that was a thing either. So I guess that was cool, but I didn't really watch anything else. That's all right. I yeah, I didn't I didn't watch a whole lot. Uh, okay, so so moving along here, uh, so Kazakhstan got a gold medal in Irvine. The Olympics were interesting. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, what's up next? Um, I'm going to Chicago for our national championships in less than a month now. And this will be your first on the senior team. Yeah. So. It's it's to make senior team oh, again. Okay. So we have to do it every year. Basically, the nationals for for team the way it works is you have to get top six okay. at this to go to like our team trials where we do like a round robin system in January. Because I'm first seed right now, I don't have to compete at nationals because I'll I'll be included in the the top six. But I think it's it's good practice, you know. I don't want to go because I have tournaments coming up. I don't want to go to them without getting in good competition and good fights. So I'm just trying to to use it to prepare and whatever happens happens. It's not a and it's not a huge deal or anything. But it's just for for more experience. Yeah. It's also I think that's also a reflection of character. You don't have to do it, but you're. Uh, I mean, you could you could get in without fighting, but you yeah. you're willing to do that anyway. That's. That's great. So then after Nationals, then Worlds is coming up. Um, it's Pan American Championships oh, Pan American. first. Okay. Um, really, the, the dates have been so weird with that tournament because they weren't going to have it and then they were going to have it, but it should be at the end of September in Uruguay. Okay. So that's right at the moment. That's what it should be. 
and then um, so in that's Pan American next. Games. That's for North and South America. Um, it's the championships. So Pan American Games are every few years. Pan American Championships are every year. I'd say the games are like more elite. They're okay. they're more uh, they're more of a big deal. But the championships, um, they're a big deal too. But they're not as like high, I guess, okay. as the games. The Pan American Championships are every year, and that will be the two top athletes from each country competing from North, Central, South America. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, have you had much experience with, uh, with with this group of athletes? I mean, I've competed at the Junior Pan American Championships um, a good amount of times now. So a lot of them I've probably fought before, you know, growing up and stuff. Senior-wise, I may I'm I may know some of them. It'll be my first Senior Pan American Championships. So what do you think your prospects are there? I think I have a good chance. You know, there's obviously some good athletes there, but you know, I I'm feeling good so far and we'll just see what happens, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and then after that, uh-huh. after Pan American Championships. Then it's World Championships in Dubai. Okay. And wow. that's in November. Dubai. Yeah. Have you been to Dubai before? I've never been, no. That I'm excited though. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get to be a tourist there because yeah, it looks amazing. I was, um, you know, everything was supposed to happen last year. So I was really excited to go last year. And I was really sad because I was, they were thinking of changing the location this year. No. And I was going to be so sad, but they're keeping it in Dubai. So okay. I'm, I'm happy now. <laughs> and all of this, of course, is, I'm sure, tentative with uh, with how the pandemic goes. And, yeah. And hopefully, hopefully everything stays sane. And Yeah, I, I, I think it will... But knock on wood, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, and then does that round out your year? And then right after World Championships, I'm going straight to Junior Pan American Games, which is the first one they're having ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... So you're still el- eligible for that? Yeah, I qualified for that just a few months ago. And it's for age groups U21, so 18 to 20 year olds. Okay. And so I made I made the cut. <laughs> um and it's pretty cool. I made the cut right before, you know, cuz I wouldn't have been ma- able to make it any other year. It's every few years, just like the Pan Am Games. Yeah, so the the games are not just karate, it's like all sports. Okay. So it's like a sports. it's like another Olympics yeah, kind of, right? Yeah. It's and so the the idea of the Pan Am Games is all the sports that aren't in the Olympics kind of thing. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be the first one. We'll have like a little village, I think, and it'll be fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's in Uruguay? Also? That one is in Colombia. Oh, Colombia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Wow. And you're going back to school. Yes. <laughs> but I'm taking all online except for one class. Um, yeah, so I only have one class at school. I tried to adjust everything so it's so it's online, and then I took some summer classes, so that way I'd be set for fall. And so right now, you're you're in class right now too. Yeah, I'm taking Spanish right now. <laughs> Good thing like... you're going to Uruguay and yeah. Colombia, right? Yeah, I don't like talking about it though, because I'm I'm really bad at Spanish. So, so I don't somebody want comes up to you on the street and, and tries to speak Spanish. You're gonna... Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking a lot of Spanish now, and I still can't speak Spanish, <laughs> so it's kind of embarrassing. And then I'm also taking um one of like my psychology classes so I'm doing those right now I'm done this week and then I'll have one one week for summer and then I start fall semester. A whole week long yeah. summer break wow <laughs> what are you gonna do with all that time boy you're gonna train right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
Wow, and you're and you're working too, and you're uh, you're coaching still. Yeah, teaching. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, traveling the world, competing, training, <laughs> coaching, and going to school—that's a lot. Yeah, it gets a lot sometimes, but I I think I do a pretty good job at getting everything done. Yeah, managing time. Yeah, I think I've you know I've done a lot of this since I was really little, so I think it's I'm good at my time management by now. Yeah. Did you, when you were little, mm-hmm. did you, because obviously where you are today, you, you had to have had the mindset as a kid that, that you wanted to be competitive and mm-hmm. elite. Did you imagine it was going to be like this? I mean, with, with time and the, the amount of time commitment that you have to put into it? I mean, I always thought it would be cool, you know, <laughs> I always wanted to, but I never... I never really thought about it like, oh, I'm going to train super hard and, and get to that level. I just, I don't know. I didn't really think about it too much as a kid. I was like, I want to be world champion. But I never really thought what steps I'd have to take to get there or, you know, kind of where I would be now. I don't think I really thought it out. I'm, I'm happy where I'm at now, so it's good. You don't have a whole lot of time to, to think about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing you need to think about is where you need to be next, I guess. Yeah, well, I also think because karate was introduced to me at such a young age, I didn't, I kind of, it was just normal, you know? I didn't really think about it as much as I think other kids were, it was like new to them. I don't know, I just, I think it was kind of, I was like, oh, it's going to happen, you know, I'm just going to do karate and forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Wow. Okay, so on your travels... We gotta talk business here <laughs> on your travels. <laughs> so you're going to uh, some South American countries. Mm-hmm. Not sure how the water is in Uruguay. You're gonna bring your multipier with you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. You have an Aqua Mini, right? Yes. Okay. I do. That's that's in your uh, your travel bag, mm-hmm. along with your red gloves and your blue gloves. Yeah, I brought it. I brought it to Kazakhstan too, and they like security hated it. They hated. <laughs> oh really? They like every time they checked, they checked my my um my aqua mini like it was i don't know gonna blow up water yeah Yeah. and i was like trying to explain to them like oh it's a it's a water filter and they're like what you know they they didn't they didn't understand and they didn't they're like why would you have a water filter you know (laughs) what language (laughs) do they speak in kazakhstan is that russian or it's russian it's russian there they weren't as bad it was like in france they they took forever with my do you travel with it open you should travel with it open I don't. That's that's what I do, <laughs> um, and I take the filter out, uh-huh. and so you just have the two empty stainless shells. Yeah, it's a lot less. Because uh, when I was going there, I didn't use it yet, so I just uh, like had it all in, oh, all in so, like package. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. So, all right, pro tip. Yeah, open it up. In fact, some people actually travel. They put a brochure in, uh-huh. like like one of our product brochures, yeah. and they stick it in their bag cool. with it, so you can kind of point to show it. them. Yeah, that this is. Now I know. It's not dangerous. Well, that's okay. You you got you got some trips coming up yeah. here, so, uh, and uh, your clean water. So, gosh, have we missed anything? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Can you come back? Can we uh, can we uh, talk again in a few months? Yeah, uh, of course. Maybe after um, uh, the Pan American Championships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think that does it for today's podcast uh, with Trinity Allen senior member of the senior USA karate team local celebrity (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yep. Uh, but thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate uh, you telling us about your experience here, also your insight on the Olympics. And hey, listen, good luck in your tournaments. Good luck uh, with school. Thank you. And, and good luck getting some sleep. <laughs> Thanks. I'll try. All right. Well, thank you very much, Trinity Allen. We've had a great podcast here. We appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, also on Facebook. We regularly post about Trinity there. Uh, Trinity, you're also on Instagram, aren't you? Yes. You want to um, let everybody know your... No, trin.allen. That's my Instagram. Okay. All right, so there you go. Uh, you can find our Instagram and Facebook links on the top of our webpage at multipure.com. We're just Multipure for both Facebook and Instagram. And uh, thank you very much for your time. And remember, Multipure for life for you.